welcome back to another episode of the Foreign Lady Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth. And the bottom line. And yes, we are back. This is a new episode. This is not a repeat. This is not a rerun. We are legit back. It's been a while. We missed you guys. We missed recording. And we're here. How are you been? You asking me or the audience? I'm asking you. I'm asking (laughs) asking you. I don't think the audience can respond, but I hope the audience is doing great. I hope so, too. I'm a little rusty. (laughs) Yeah. You got to get back in sync. Yeah. But it's been good. We saw each other recently in person, so that was great. Got to catch up a little bit. A lot's been happening. But here, here we are. We're back. So on today's show, we are going to be discussing actor Jonathan Majors. You know him from movies such as Creed 3 and uh, Ant-Man and the, what's the new movie? Is it Ant-Man and Ant-Man and Quantumanium? I haven't yes. seen that one. I don't think anybody has. <laughs> I, that was the one MCU movie I skipped. I, I was like, no, it, I'll wait for it on Disney+. Plus. A lot of them are skippable now. Yeah, pretty much. He's in hot water. He's in some legal trouble. So we will discuss that. And then we're going to talk about Bud Light and the backlash they are receiving for having a transgender woman, Dylan Mulvaney, which is another topic in itself, as their new spokesperson. So we will discuss that. Also, we are discussing the shooting of a teenage boy in Missouri who got shot by this 84-year-old man, white man. This is a terrible, terrible story, but there's a good side to it because the boy actually is alive. He was not killed. So that is good news in there. They actually charged this one. The prosecutors actually brought charges. So this is progress. So we will discuss that. And also, uh, what would you do if you were on a flight and there was a baby that was crying nonstop for 45 minutes straight? We'll find out what this one passenger did when uh, that's exactly what happened to him on a Southwest airline flight. So all this and more, let's talk about it. Let's get into it. Let's get started. So there was a man on a Southwest airline flight. The video is going around. If you have not seen it, it has gone viral of him losing his shit. He is having a legit meltdown on this flight because there was a baby that was crying nonstop apparently from the beginning of the flight to the end of the flight. And uh, he lost it. He was like, I'm tired of this shit. And uh, somebody get this damn baby off this flight. What would you do if that was you? <laughs> I would ask that man to leave. They're on a plane. Wait, which, like, wait, the man or the parents of the baby? The guy complaining. Okay. So you think that the man was wrong? Yeah, he's doing too much. What's he going to do? Fight the baby? <laughs> okay. To play devil's advocate, right? If you're not used to having a baby around and you have one just wailing nonstop, even as the parent, like, I feel really bad for the parents because I'm a parent. And luckily, I haven't been in that situation. My kid was a great flyer. The moment we got on the plane, he was completely knocked out from the moment we started to the moment we landed. But I have been on airlines where from the moment we we took off to the moment we landed, the baby was crying nonstop and you just deal with it. But if you're not used to having that around or if you're not used to having a baby or if you don't have kids and you don't understand or not used to that sound, it could be a lot. I'm just saying. What do you think? He doesn't get a pass. 
Okay. Because this is an experience that everybody goes through on a flight. It's nothing new. This is what you expect. Right. You thought that you would be the one to have a cozy, peaceful flight, just you? No, that's most flights are like this. They were annoying. And especially not a Southwest flight. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, flying Southwest, you're going to get a crime, baby. Yeah, like standing online and going through airport security, having your bags checked. All of that is annoying. Right. Well, you thought it was just going to be different? No, I always expect it to be bad. And I'm like, well, that's what it's going to be. No one go, goes on a plane as part of their vacation, as part of their time of relaxation. It's when we get off the plane. Mm -hmm. That's when we get to relax. That's when we get to have the fun. So him to argue with a baby to the same degree, whoever that was, the flight attendant, he checked them correctly. He's like, you're a grown man, though. That's the difference. I completely agree. I have to give props to that flight attendant because he handled it like a G. Like he handled it very properly. He did not raise his voice. He calmly talked to him. He did not make the situations worse because there are other flight attendants that could have escalated the situation. And I'm so glad that he handled it correctly. He wasn't combative with the man, kind of just let the man keep ranting and talking. They did call the police. So when they landed, there was officers waiting for the man at the terminal, but he was not arrested. I guess they gave him a warning and let him go on his way. Like you said, this is what you expect on a plane. Families are flying. Summertime is coming up. You're going to have this happen. If you cannot deal with that, take your ass to first class or go get a private jet. That's it. Go get yourself a private plane and, and you don't have to deal with that. Or exactly. go to first class so you don't have to deal with that. But if you fly an economy and you get in them Southwestern cheap seats, I don't know what you expect. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you, you you get what you pay for. Exactly. You know? So it is what it is. I don't want to say I don't feel sorry for him because I get it. Like having a baby cry is annoying as hell. But at the same time, I have sympathy for the parents because there's just nothing they can do. They're stuck on this plane. They can't go anywhere. The baby won't stop crying. So I, you know, I feel really, really bad for the parents. I, I feel like I feel 40% sorry for you. That's it. That's all you get. <laughs> Anything you want to add before we move on? I just don't accept his behavior. Like, of course, a baby crying is super annoying. But his reaction was way over the top. And that's yeah. what the problem was. And he could have called the flight attendant and be like, hey, is the baby okay? The baby's been crying nonstop or the parents. Like, you know, he, there was a classy way of doing it. Do you know what I mean? Like, could have just talked to the flight attendant and be like, hey, this baby has not stopped crying. Like, what's up? You know, and they would have talked to the parents and figured it out or whatever they have to do. But going off like that was just really uncalled for. Their parents are already stressed. I'm sure every other person on that flight was already stressed out. You know, you're not the only one that it happened to. It happened to everybody on there. And you should have handled it like an adult. Did you see the video? At oh, all? yeah. Did you hear the part where he said, well, I think the flight attendant asked him, why are you yelling or something like that? He said, well, why didn't you ask the baby why the baby's yelling? You know, and yeah. I'm like, you're being combative with the baby. Like, come on. Like you, you know? really thinking like the baby's like an adult like you. Exactly. And the poor wife just sitting there. She's just Did like, you see her face. Oh my God. She was so embarrassed. She was trying to hide her face. That lets you know that <laughs> oh this is not God. his first rodeo. He's, he's done this before. And it lets me know. There's something more wrong with him. Yeah, she was not having it at all. She was like, oh my God, this man again. Uh, yeah, you, you could tell everything you need to know by her face. 
Yeah, but she was anyway. trying to calm him down, like, baby, stop, what you doing? Yeah. Anyway, good luck to them. Wishing yeah. them healing energy, like like yeah. Charlemagne would say. All right, let's move on. So, looks like we have an uprising again in these shootings and, and guns. And this is like the first of a couple of incidents that has happened. Another one happened in Texas, I believe. If you don't know what we're talking about, there was a Missouri man that shot a teenager for a mistake that I'm sure every one of us has made at some point, ringing the wrong doorbell. I've made mistakes like that. And now we can't even make a mistake. I'm going to call him racist because even his grandson has come out and admitted that this dude is racist. Mm -hmm. This racist man, his name is Andrew Lester, shot this young boy, 16-year-old Ralph Yarl, I believe that's how you say his last name, in the head and the arm after the teen rang the man's doorbell by accident. He was Mm -hmm. trying to pick up his siblings and went to the wrong address. And the homeowner opened fire through his glass door without any words, no exchange, no young man, what are you doing here? No, nothing. No, this is the wrong place. Don't get off my property. Nothing. Because he thought, and and his excuse was he thought the young boy was trying to break in and he was scared to death due to the boy size. Have you seen the picture of the boy? The boy is not that big and he's not He don't even look like a teenager. I thought he was in middle school. He looks like a kid. Okay. A kid, a child. This man has been charged with assault in the first degree and armed criminal action. And even the prosecutor came out and confirmed that this was a hate crime. What are your thoughts on this? Well, of course they got to call it a hate crime. What else could it be? I know they, I know they trying to call it something else, but it's right in front of us. Right. It's evident. It's transparent. We heard what the grandson said. Yep. You think the grandson said that off of just one racial incident? Oh, no, my the, granddad said one racial thing, and I think he's racist. No, it's a repeated issue he heard from the, his granddad. Absolutely. The grandson came out and said that his granddad is, he has a, a history of this and has a pattern of this, and this is nothing new. Yeah. Like, no one likes to snitch on their family. You're only going to do that when it's like, nah, this was like a deep issue. Yeah. And my thing is, are we now in a society where it's like you you can't make a mistake. You can't be in your home. Did you hear about the cheerleaders that were in Texas? They had an Uber. They thought they were opening the the Uber door, which I'm sure we have all done. We all take Ubers. We're all like, hey, is this my Uber ride? Sometimes you go to the wrong car and you'd be like, nope, that's not my Uber. They went to the wrong car. They realized that wasn't their Uber. They said, excuse me, we're sorry. And they left, got into the right car, and this man literally came out of the car he was in. They rolled down the window. They were apologizing to him, and he opened fire on them. Mm. It's crazy what is happening. You know, we're going to go down these whole gun laws and everything like that, which I don't want to get into right now. But this is what's going to happen when you give civilians the right to open and carry. This is going to keep happening. No one is trying to infringe on your Second Amendment rights. We totally get it. It's part of the Constitution. Fine. Where are we in our society where we can't even make common human mistakes without thinking, oh, my God, this is going to end my life. Or we can't even have our kids go out there and make the same common mistakes without thinking, oh, my God, like taking an Uber or ringing the wrong doorbell. See, The thing with us is that we can't make mistakes for us. That's a shame. I feel really bad for that young boy, Ralph Yarl, because he's an exceptional young man. Yeah. He was shot twice. And we know once one went to the head. Mm-hmm. When he was 
trying to get help. Apparently, he knocked on several doors. The one that opened, the person told him to lay on the ground as if he was a criminal. Yeah. And I think that's the part that really hurt me most is that regardless of what you do, they'll still see a threat when they look at you. And it doesn't happen the other way around. Like, I feel really sad for what happened to those young girls, right? Were they shot badly? I believe one was shot in the shoulder and the other one is in critical condition. I don't know where she was shot. Okay. But But imagine them. She is in critical condition. But imagine them. They get shot. Horrible. But if they ran for help, you think somebody would have been like, oh, you got to lay on the ground right now. Like, well, okay, no, no, they would have, right. they would help them. News report, help. Right. News reports are saying that the reason why, and I believe the person who helped came out and also said the reason why they told him to lay down was because the dispatch thought that there was an active shooter and they wanted the boy to lay down so that there's no fire. That's what they're going with. I don't know how far that's true, but that is what reports are saying. So take that as you will. For now, I'm not going <laughs> to believe it. I just don't. Okay. I don't um, believe you know, it. You know, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I just got to give you the whole thing, you know? I don't believe it. Okay. I'm, I'm very skeptical, cynical whenever I hear these stories. Oh, I was scared. What, what, <laughs> what were you scared of? You didn't even know what the person was knocking on your door for. Right. What were you scared of? Yeah, but I just feel like no matter what, if you see a child bleeding, asking for help, come on. It's just human decency to at least try to help them. And the fact that this boy ran to a couple different houses and nobody came out to help. First of all, what kind of neighborhood is that? First of all, it shows what kind of neighborhood that is. This is the world we live in. It's really sad to say. I mean, if they're not going to do anything about our children getting shot in schools, like this isn't going to matter. Oh, and remember how like if when it was back in the day, when something like this would happen, they would look up the young man's history, his background. If they found any sort of shadiness any sort of stain in his reputation they'd be like well you know he has a a history Mm -hmm. of doing xyz they couldn't do it this time because he was just a good kid Mm -hmm. they couldn't tarnish him this time and made it hard that makes it hard because then it's proof that even when we abide by the laws even when we do the things you say we're supposed to do you know cooperate be a good citizen pay a tax we could still do all of that we could do the xyz but we can't even make a mistake around you without it ending badly. And that's what we've been trying to tell you and show you that we could do all the things you've been asking of us, but you still only see one thing. Yeah. As my kiddo is growing up and going out out into the world, we have talks all the time of him being safe and, and being careful and knowing his environment and All these things that I'm sorry to say, but white parents don't have to deal with. But black parents, if you don't teach your children, especially your your boys, how to be careful and how to navigate this world, it really could be the difference between life and death. And that's really, really sad. It's really sad. I worry about him all the time because he's out there and I'm not there to to watch him 24-7. I, I just have to trust that everything I'm instilling in him will be enough to keep him safe because it's a scary world out there. Well, is there anything you want to add before we do move on? No, no, it's, it's still just heartbreaking. I think what really bothers me is that I don't know how to really navigate something like this. Like, how do you tell your kids, these young Black youths who are doing what they're supposed to do, they're not causing any trouble, they are excelling in school, 
and you're telling them like, okay, well, if you do X, Y, Z, you won't get in, into any trouble unless you make a mistake. How do you protect them from that now? Because that's what they've been telling us. We just got to cooperate. Nothing will happen if you don't have any sort of history of bad behavior. It's all good. We're not thinking that way. We're not, we're not looking at you for your race until we make a mistake. And like the grandson said about his grandfather, he would watch a lot of this Fox, Fox News, News stuff. Yeah. News stuff that will be in his head. And we're like, yo, like, we can't fight your imagination of us. Mm-hmm. That's what we're battling, really. And Fox News just had to pay up. They just had to pay a whole lot of money because of a lot of this crap that they're perpetuating. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But you're right. How do we tell them? not to make mistakes mistakes are part of life that's how they learn that's how we grow everybody makes mistakes but you know it just seems like when our black boys do it or our black men do it that's it it's over no second chances no second chance we got to pay the highest price you we know, see it they- all the time in the legal system you yeah. make one mistake and they, they throw your whole life away but you see the other end when a white boy or a white man makes a mistake, you know, they give him a slap on the wrist. We don't want to, we don't want to ruin his life. He still has a lot to offer. It's just a mistake, Mm -hmm. but we don't get the same. We don't get the same treatment. We don't get the same benefit of the doubt, Mm. but but you're right. If I have to be honest, if I have to be real, shoot back. And I say that because I can't wait for the day when you realize I'm a human being like you. If all you see is a threat, then my life is constantly in danger and I value my life. So before I let you shoot me, I'll shoot you first. That's how I feel about it. We've spent too much time trying to convince them that we're human beings or our lives have value. I don't want to waste my time doing that anymore. Yeah. Well, only problem is Second Amendment works for them. Second Amendment doesn't really work for us. That's all right. I'd rather be looking. Up at a judge than six feet under, whatever that phrase goes. Because that young man, like, he mostly got lucky. Maybe because of his age. Like, if he was probably like, you know, he got older so man, lucky. that probably would have took him out. He's probably alive because of his youth. I didn't even know he was alive when I first heard the story. I was like, another senseless death. That was what I first thought. And then I, when I got to the part where they're like, oh, he's alive and he's in the hospital, I was like, wow, this is amazing. This is a miracle. He got shot in the head and he's still alive. Yeah. It it, it could have gone so bad. And I'm really glad that they charged this man. He They need to lock him up and throw away the key. He's not that far off from, from you know, being six feet under anyway. I mean, did you see his mugshot? Like, you know, <laughs> I don't think he's going to, I don't know how many more years he has left, but at least there's a message being sent that this is not okay. It's not enough for me, though. It, it It's not enough for me. Like, I mean, it's something. A couple years ago, he probably would have gone free. So He would have. But it's, it's got to be a time when it's like, yo, you see a human being when you look at us. I hope that day does come. I hope that they see that we, we, we are literally the same. The only difference is the melanin in our skin. That's it. We have the same eyes, the same nose, the same blood running through our veins, the same organs. Everything is the same besides the color of our skin. 
That is it. We're I'm, not I'm, aliens. We didn't come from another planet. Again, I want to put the blame where it belongs, and it belongs on that elderly man. Because you did not communicate with the young man. You no. didn't call the police. You didn't do anything but see that he's black, but you had time to grab your gun and shoot him. That lets me know. Go put him straight to jail. There's no need for any sort of like discussion. Like I don't care how he felt. I don't care he, he was scared. And then he, he didn't had even give a warning. It was self defense. He what didn't are you say, get off my property? No, I don't even think the boy started coming. Like that's that's already enough for me. Like you didn't even say get off my property. You got three seconds. Nope, you just shot him. That means it lets me know there there was a hatred in in in, in pulling that trigger. You thought you were doing your your community a service. That's what it was about. Yeah, uh, and you know, and we also have to remember this guy was born in the '30s. He he grew up in an era where you know he what was it went through Jim Crow. He went through you know all of the segregation that, and you know he's in the South. So yeah, he grew know? up in a period where he would get away with it. Absolutely, That's all it was absolutely, and he thought that he would get away with it. But thankfully, the prosecutors are uh, in the district attorney finally coming to their senses and they're realizing that this is not okay and punishing him. So hopefully he gets the max and he spends the rest of his life in prison. I don't believe for a second was a, was an accident. The more I think about it, it was not an accident. He was not scared. That was premeditated. Was I, I don't know why he was, well, not premeditated. Yeah, I guess it kind of was premeditated. I mean, you, you went and got a gun and came back and shot this boy. Yeah. I don't know why he's not charged with like manslaughter. Well, that's, he didn't die. Never, or attempted manslaughter. I don't know, attempted murder, something. We're moving on. Yeah, let's this, move on. This, this guy is irritating me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bud Light. They are in a lot of heat right now, a lot of heat to the point where they have lost billions and billions of dollars. So Dylan Mulvaney is a TikTok star and a, a trans person that started recording or doing this 100 days of girlhood thing and recording their daily experiences of what it's like to be a transgender girl, not even a woman, but a girl. I have a lot of thoughts on this person. Let me just first start by saying I don't have anything against transgender people. Do what you do. You are who you are. Hey, I support whatever decision you want to do with your life. Kudos to you. But this person, no. This is why biological women are upset. This is the reason why we are upset. Because this person has made a mockery of what a woman's supposed to be. If you've seen a lot of the videos that this person makes, it's ridiculous. And I usually don't get offended about things like this because number one, it doesn't concern me. Number two, I don't really care. And number three, I support whatever you want to do with your life. We all have rights to be free, live free, love whoever you want. All good. But when you start doing things like this for attention and start making mockery, like pulling out tampons. And, and making mockery of, of women having their periods, talking about growing breasts and, and, and making fun of that. And just being like, like the, the quintessential, like a cartoon character, a mockery of what being a woman is. This is why people are upset. And then when a company like Bud Light endorses this type of behavior, I don't blame people for being upset. 
I really don't. So when this person celebrated their 100 days of girlhood, Bud Light sent them a Bud Light can with a picture of them on the can. And they made an ad for March Madness that was endorsed by Bud Light. People were not happy at all. There was a uproar and Bud Light's fan, uh, you know, their core base who are frat boys and white older men and, you know, the, the real like beer drinking crowd were not happy at all with this. In fact, their parent company, Anheuser-Busch, lost $5 billion after the news of the partnership came out. Wow. And they, yeah, they lost $5 billion in a week. And the quote unquote master brain behind it, their vice president of marketing has now taken a leave of absence and is being replaced by their global marketing vice president. So what are your thoughts on this? I mean, this person has gotten endorsements from Tampax. Mind you, they don't have any anything remotely close to anything that can have a period or produce a period. Nike has endorsed them to do ad for their women's sports bra, but they don't have breasts. And I'm just like, you're giving this person endorsements that can go to actual women, real women. And then you wonder why we're upset. And then you, you call us transphobic and you call us this and you call us that. And then it's like, no, we feel like there's so many of us out there that feel like what is happening? There's so many women out there that feel like that. What are your thoughts on this? What do you think about this whole situation as, as a man? What, what do you think about this? Honestly, I don't I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't drink Bud Light and I definitely don't know who Dylan Mahoney Mulaney? Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney, I, I don't follow <laughs> or uh, until that name is brought up here, which is the second time this happened. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of this person. <laughs> I know we've talked about them before, but I don't know who this person is. So I can't even be offended because I don't know enough. Mm-hmm. But that's because I'm not like the target art audience. Right. What I do know is that Bud Light was apparently like they weren't making the kind of sales they're used to. So like right. any business, they, they're going to try something new. They're going to try to be innovative. They're going to try to pay attention to the trends. And I do know that this person, Dylan Mulvaney, has like 10 million followers. And he just mm-hmm. listed off a bunch of other partnerships that they have. So I'm like, looking at it objectively, that's what businesses do. Mm-hmm. They want to make maintain strong profits and they'll start throwing things at the wall to see what sticks. But and in the case, it didn't. In this situation, this person's target audiences are young people, like kids. Kids don't drink like uh, Bud Light. Simple as that. Gen X does not drink Bud Light. It didn't work. We weren't in the meeting <laughs> like, when, whenever they made that decision. So I can't say why they went left or right. This person's core base doesn't drink even drink Bud Light. That's my thing. If you really want your main core base to continue drinking and you want to bring in more people. I don't know too much about the, the LGBTQ community, but I, I don't think a lot of them are drinking Bud Light. Just my opinion. At least the the ones that I know that I've that I've met that I've talked to, they don't drink Bud Light. So who is this person trying to target or trying to convince to drink Bud Light? Their main core fan base are Gen X. They are not old enough to drink. 
not very many people in the LGBTQ community even drinks Bud Light. So what are you doing? This is a terrible marketing plan. We know that now. <laughs> I could have told you that. I took a marketing class. This is not market. This is marketing 101. It's a stupid idea. It's a very stupid idea. Mm -hmm. Especially for a brand like Bud Light. Why not get like a, a race car driver or something or like somebody that can appeal to that base and they can bring their wives or they can bring their girlfriends and they can join in and drink as well. Or a country singer, something, somebody. But now you don't have this person's fan base because they can't drink. And now you don't have your own core base because they don't like you. Now you're losing $5 billion. That's stupid. That is just stupid marketing plan. That's all I'm going to say. On that level, yeah. If we're talking about like <laughs> the business side. It doesn't you, make sense. That was wrong. I think they were just trying to go with the trend. The vice president, I think Alicia, I don't even know how to say her last name. Hide inside. I don't know how to pronounce it. It was a stupid idea. And she pretty much said, yeah, you know, we're trying to bring in new people because if Bud Light sticks with its fan base, it's going to go downhill. Well, now it's definitely gone downhill because even they don't want to support you anymore. And like I said, I support that community. I want everybody to have the you know same rights, whatever. Great. But for this particular person, I just don't like the way that they have just made a cartoon character out of what it means to be a woman. I, I don't like it just for this specific person that's what i don't like and there are other trans people out there that absolutely agree with me it's stupid anyway that's my tyrant for today i don't I, like I understand it. though like i'm just so mad it's like we we support you like we were the first ones to support you and be there for and then for you to kind of turn around and no i understand like because like if you're a woman and the achievements of a woman is is something important to you being a woman is part of your very being as a woman then yeah this is something that's very important and it is going to bother you a little bit when you feel like somebody's being making a mockery of womanhood and then the, the the one video that really made me i mean there's a couple of videos but the one that really was like for real opened the tampon the the tampax pack for the first time and just like was making a complete foolishness out of it like oh this is what where does this go like oh it opens like that like what does that and i'm just like there are literal women like women out there who and i'm i just happen to be one of them where during that time of the month it's hell for us to the point where we can't even like move the symptoms are so bad and then for someone to just kind of like make it seem like oh it's nothing like oh I just, like that's not okay because they're really real women who, who, who suffered during that time. And it's not funny. It's not funny. There's nothing about it that's funny. And shame on Tampax. You couldn't find a biological woman who actually has a period to be your spokesperson. And I'm not saying this person doesn't deserve everything. They're, hey, go to the White House. They gave this person woman of the year. Hey, do you. I'll say this. I think it's just some businesses understand the power of controversy creating the buzz and the attention. And to me, like, like you said, it's like sometimes they do these deliberate whole left turns in the hopes of getting some kind of sale, some kind of attention because they'll recover from it later. Well, I mean, look at Kanye West, like he 
goes on a rant, gets a whole bunch of attention, even though recently it cost them. Yeah, I think it cost Adidas more than it cost him, though, because Adidas yeah. is real upset. <laughs> they are they're like, Kanye, just shut up. <laughs> like, shut up, Kanye. But yeah, because they're they feeling it now. Yeezys was their biggest product. They're definitely feeling that one now, but they felt like they had to do what they had to do, mm-hmm. which is understandable. And you don't spew hate like that and don't get consequences for it. My thing is, look, if you're going to be woke, be woke. Do you? I, but I just feel like these, you know, these companies don't care. They're just all about money. They're all about what's happening right now. And they just don't care. They don't they don't care about as long like you said, as long as it puts money in their pockets, as long as it actually, you know what? I think it did exactly what it was supposed to do. Every single person is talking about Bud Light right now. Correct? Yeah. yeah. So I guess in a way it did work. Because here we are talking about it. Yeah. It's gonna get that attention that that they wanted. Sometimes that's all they need, the controversy. There you go. They could make a profit off of that. So So I guess in that way it totally did its job because here we are talking about Nike, we're talking about Bud Light, we're talking about Tampax. I mean, when's the last time we talked about Tampax? Like (laughs) Right. But they they're getting their name out there, they're getting their products out there, and I'm sure they've well, besides Bud Light, I'm sure every other company has seen some type of growth. So hey. Maybe they know what they're doing. Yeah. And I can't be mad at that because I can't expect any loyalty from these big corporations. Like, oh, really absolutely not. They're about our livelihood, our rights. No, like when it comes down to it, they're trying to make sure that they make their dollar. Mm-hmm. They make their profit. That's what a business does. So it's one of those things where it's like, don't hate the player, hate the game. That's how yeah. it is. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like I said, I support LGBTQ community, trans people, do you? I just don't like this particular person because of the way that they have gone about things. That's all. I just feel like I have to throw that disclaimer out there. It doesn't affect me. Whatever you do doesn't affect me. doesn't affect my life. But as far as this person goes, I just don't like how they have made a mockery of, of biological women. That's all. Like I, I want to say one one last thing about this is like, in some cases, you you certain groups they just they need to stay in the spotlight to stay relevant so that the world continues knowing that they exist. Because mm-hmm. going back to the shadows, that's a no. We we rather be in the spotlight even if it's in the worst light. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Jonathan Majors. This one is a doozy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Jonathan Majors is an actor. He's a rising, well, I don't know if he he's rising right now, but he was a rising actor, rising star. He was all over the place when Creed 3 came out. The movie was excellent. I saw it like five times in a theater. It was wonderful. It was um, high. I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it, especially the little Amara girl. She stole the spotlight for me. Have you seen it? I saw it. The MCU Phase 6 is literally being built around his character, Kang. His first appearance was in Loki. Then he was in Ant-Man and Quantumania. And everybody said that he was the best part of that movie. They're literally building a whole like phase around him. That might have come to a screeching halt because he was arrested on March 25th in New York City for domestic dispute with a woman. Uh, so when reports first came out, they they weren't sure if this was like his girlfriend or just some random woman or 
someone he's dating casual no one knew but i think it has since been confirmed that it's his girlfriend that was involved in that that it's his girlfriend that's the that's the woman so the new york city district attorney's office has since charged him with strangulation assault and harassment and then earlier this week we learned that he has been dropped by his pr agency and his management company Plus, he has been dropped by various ads, including the U.S. Army ad that he was part of. I believe they were the first ones to drop him once the news of his arrest came out. A couple of other ads have dropped him, and two upcoming film projects that he was supposed to be a part of has dropped him as well. When it rains, it pours, I guess. Sources familiar with the matter tells Variety magazine that multiple alleged abuse victims of majors has come forward following his March arrest and are cooperating with the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. So it looks like, according to reports, there's more people coming forward, more women coming forward that are claiming that he has abused them as well. But Jonathan Majors' lawyer has come out with a statement and said that Jonathan Majors is innocent. And has not abused anyone. We have provided irrefutable evidence to the district attorney that the charges are false. We are confident that he will be fully exonerated. Uh, I believe when the when he first was arrested as well, the lawyer said that they have evidence from the driver. They have eyewitness statements. They have statements from the actual victim um, here or alleged victim, I, I should say. But nothing has come out. They said there's video that they were going to release. They released a couple of text messages that weren't really clear. Some people said, yes, it proves he's innocent. Some people said, no, it proves that this is an abused person. What are your thoughts on this? Like, And why do you think that his case is getting so much more media attention and media news when we've seen other celebrities? Like, I mean, there's Dana White. We saw him smacking the shit out of his wife on video and nothing happened to him there's uh the dude hawkeye jeremy is it jeremy priven jeremy jeremy renner i believe that's his name he was also oh yeah um, exactly he was also accused of, of uh alleged domestic violence i mean the list goes on and on and on and on as the johnny depp situation not thought us anything like we shouldn't be jumping to conclusions so why aren't people waiting for all of the evidence to come out before they are jumping to conclusions? Thoughts? I mean, I feel like Jonathan Majors, he might have messed up the bag with this mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. He had a meteoric rise, as they say. I think he burned too brightly. I don't know where he came from, honestly. I'm like, I, I don't I know don't, either. He just came out of nowhere, right? He just came out of nowhere. And I feel like they must have did some sort of spell because he... <laughs> Like most people, it takes them years to get to this position. I don't even remember it from like two years ago. <laughs> no, like, I don't hey. either. Like he just came out of nowhere. And I think that's very concerning to me. He's just throwing up in there. And the thing is, like, he kind of gives off a strange vibe. Every time he takes a picture, his lips are puckering and his forehead creases. I don't know why. <laughs> he makes himself look way older than older he than is. Than he I didn't know. I, did you know he was 33? I had no idea. He's 33 and he's his character is is older, older than Michael B Jordan. I but had in real no life, idea. Michael B Jordan is the one who's older than him. I don't understand why his boy is like I'm like, "Bro, what are you stressed about?" 
and you know black people not let me say but black women aren't riding with him black women twitter are like nope 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 like you you know why right they don't think he's it let me just let me let you you say (laughs) you don't know why i have two guesses what are your guesses well because he doesn't look like michael b jordan and what's the other guess and the other is because he's with a (laughs) non-melanated woman Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> you have won the prize. That's right. He don't F with us. So we don't F with him. I can't say. I don't know his history of dating. Well. It just so happened that the it woman just so happened. right now was not melodated. And we know that. Black <laughs> women, y'all get y'all feelings about that. Real The hurt, story real is that he doesn't mess with non-melanated and he doesn't mess with melanated women. Wait, That's who, the story. Who said that? Melanated just, women. That's it's just it. in the ether. You know, it's I in just, the ether that he doesn't mess with us like that. And we're like, ah, we don't mess pretty, with you either. Pretty much any successful black man who's about his business, he don't mess with us. Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I came to that conclusion. Oh, boy. That's funny. But let anyway, continue. Let him be in the spotlight. Oh, he don't mess with us. You mean like he or he on his grind? That's all it is. The high value men, as the late Kevin Samuels would say. Oh, here we go. Here we go. You can't go one day without bringing that man's name. As he would say, high value men have options. Okay. Okay. Why his options can't be melanated sisters. Huh? Why they, his option can't be melanated sisters? Well, y'all checking for him. That's okay. Look, we are getting off topic here. Okay, focus well, well, on. Well, well, let me ask this one question. Take Go a look ahead. at Jonathan Majors from a couple years back. Mm-hmm. Would he be your first pick? Ah, maybe not. I mean, if he it was between ah. him and Michael B. Michael B. There it out. is. You know what I mean? There it is. There it is. See, like y'all wasn't. See, he's one of those. Don't good in Creed. He's one of those. Yeah, I'm, fame and fame and money make a man look good. We know that. Prior to this, if you take a look at him, he y'all wasn't, wasn't checking for him. Y'all wasn't that's picking true. him. That's true. So, Don't, what's he, he supposed true. to do? What's he supposed to do if he he's gonna go to where he he's appreciated? So he went to the non melanated woman. So y'all got to blame yourselves for that. That's how I feel about it. Like, if you wasn't checking for him before, don't be mad that when he... But we supported him now. That when he gets his money, oh, you got to pick us. No, that's not how it works. You don't get to put your name on the school project after I already (laughs) did all the work. You don't get to do that. So he did all the work. Now we're trying to put our names on it? Yes, that's exactly what's going on. Okay. So besides all that, what do you think of, of his his situation? I think his career is over. I think like even when they find the evidence and you know You don't think he well, can recover from this? No, like even if they uh, let, let's say they give him an acquittal cuz I, I cuz these cases are all they're always hard to find as innocent. Right. Right? They have to like it has to be like we didn't have the evidence to get the acquittal like his reputation is going to be tarnished like it always is. Right. You know, and I feel bad for him for that. Plus, I'm one of those people, I read the text, it seemed like an admission to me. Mm-hmm. It didn't make him look good. It seemed I, like yeah, I didn't think saying. so either. Yeah. The way I read it was, 
oh, baby, don't worry. I didn't tell the police you hit me. I kept my mouth shut. That's what it sounded like to me. And for a lawyer to put that out, I was like, what are you thinking? I was like, you should, Jonathan, you need to fire your lawyer. Get rid of him. I think it's a her, but. Her. (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunately, I think you're right. I think his career has, I mean, it's over before I even started. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think Marvel hasn't dropped him yet and they haven't said anything yet, but you know, there's chatter. I think they're waiting to see what happens with his court case. If Marvel does eventually drop him, then it, you know, it's over. And, you know, a lot of people are bringing up his situation with Ezra Miller. I don't know if you know who Ezra Miller is. I know. Um, Yeah. You know, saying, well, he still has a job. And why does, why do people want Jonathan to lose his and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, their situations are a little bit different because Ezra Miller already shot the flash. Like the movie is already done. Yeah. And from what we hear, the movie is great. But I don't think he has a job after this movie comes out. I think that Warner Brothers hasn't announced it yet because they obviously want people to go see the movie. But we all know Ezra Miller doesn't have a job after this. Like, he he doesn't have a job. Yeah. Um, As far as Jonathan Majors goes, I don't think he can bounce back from it. But I know people are waiting to hear back. They don't want to jump to conclusions. They want to hear all of the evidence. I think that's what the Johnny Depp thing has taught us is we cannot jump to conclusions because we all know what happened there. But unfortunately, he's a black man. And this is what happens. There are plenty of other actors that have done the same thing and they it's been swept under the rug. But in his case, he's a melanated brother. So I hope that his career can recover. I hope that he can get out. I hope he didn't do it. I hope he, he wasn't that stupid to kind of throw his whole career away like there's pictures that have come out of the woman showing her partying after the the incident saying that you know the the arm that was reportedly injured using it all night and holding drinks with it and didn't seem hurt whatever so i just want everyone to just chill out and wait unfortunately with the fact that his pr people and his management has dropped him Maybe they know something that we don't. Of course they do. So that kind of gives me a little bit of like, kind of thing. But then again, we saw it with Johnny Depp where Warner Brothers dropped him too. And they didn't wait to see the evidence. And then this new thing of, you know, more victims are coming forward and are cooperating with the district attorney's office. So, you know, all of this is just, it's a lot. It really is a lot. Was it a Denzel that said, um, the devil comes at your highest moment or something like that? I'm totally misquoting it. But, um, you know, when Will Smith did his little slap thing and he said what Denzel said to him, you know, he's having a moment right now. And uh, maybe there's some people who don't like it and some people who want to see him get pegged down and good luck to him. I hope that he can prove his innocence and I hope that he can salvage whatever is left of his career. But I think Marvel is waiting to hear all of the evidence and to see what happens. And But if he gets dropped by them, then it's over. It's going to be really hard for him to recover after that. You see, he's a, he's a brother. He's a Black man. And I want him to be innocent. I just know where it's going to go because being innocent is not enough. It really isn't enough because it's going to follow him. Because let's yeah, say it's already in. there. The accusation yeah. is already there. Unfortunately, already that's there. all you need these days. Because let's say he gets the acquittal now. 
20 years later, he makes another mistake of a similar nature. Suddenly it's like it's a pattern. It's a pattern. You right. know, he got away with it. Patriarchy and XYZ. he paid her off. You know, there are yeah. people already saying that, oh, he paid her off. You know, he paid her to not talk. Of course, she's going to recant her statement. You know, it, like people are already yeah. saying that. So, yeah, all of that. So it's like, no matter what, you move. And I feel like no matter what, this moment robs him of his full potential as an actor. Like whatever greatness he was meant for, he'll never be able to attain it now. He can't. And knowing that Marvel has kind of been carefully silent on the issue, he's being dropped by his management team and his other allegations. I mean, with Johnny Depp, there were no other allegations as far as I know, right? There were no other women no. who came out. No, and no other worked, women came out. That worked in his favor because every other woman that was in Johnny's life, even like ex-girlfriend or ex-wives or whatever the case may be, they said, no, that's not who he is at all. Right. It was only Amber Heard who was saying all this crazy stuff. And then we heard her on video saying how she like assaulted him. But in the case of Jonathan Majors, like we really haven't heard anything from him. I haven't heard any messages from him. He's been really quiet. And then these other allegations come out. My dude is not looking good. Even yeah. if they can't get you on anything, it's not looking good. And that's what I feel really bad for. You're right. There wasn't any other women that that came out with Johnny. They, in fact, they all they all said he was a stand-up guy. And yeah, as soon as the Jonathan Majors one came out, right away there were people saying, you know, did you hear about his former Yale classmates that came out right after this? And And they all said they weren't surprised. They all said, you know, he he had like a mean streak while they were in school and and all that. It's really hard to know what to believe these days because there's just so much out there. I hope he didn't do it. You would think it's innocent until proven guilty, but not in this day and age anymore. Like you said, an accusation is all all people need to not want to work with you anymore or for your career to be over and for someone who just started his career to be stupid like this what were you thinking you know like if you if he did do it just shame on you but it this is all a misunderstanding and he didn't do it and you know it's a shakedown or whatever you want to call it then i hope that he can prove it and he can recover and get back to his life that's all we can ask for yeah the only way it worked is if the girl who accused him said, oh, I was lying. That's the only way he can get back to where he was. Well, they said she recanted. And then, you know, people are saying, well, she recanted because he paid her off. So, he, you know, at this point, he can't win. He just always gave off sort of a weird vibe to me. Like, mm -hmm. it's just the way he talks in a movie, the way he moves his mouth. It's so weird <laughs> to be. I could sense a good actor in him, but I'm not all that impressed by him i'm mean, like i feel like his rise is just not authentic it's mm -hmm. not authentic to me i don't think he's like done anything to really just be like i saw something impressive from his performance mm -hmm. like it's just weird to me and just every time he takes a picture i'm just like why is he looking so stressed <laughs> maybe he's stressed every picture though <laughs> I will say this, though. He did a good job in the movie um, The Harder They Fall on Netflix with Idris Elba. That was a good movie. I liked mm -hmm. him. 
he's a good actor. The first time I ever saw him was in Loki, and I thought he was great. Anyway. I think he's one of those ex- eccentric actors. Yeah. Eccentric. yeah. And that's why I could almost believe that he probably gets physical with his girl. Yeah. I never really connected with him like I would like, you know, like someone like a Michael B or whatever, like or like another mm-hmm. black. I just I didn't find him that attractive. I mean, I thought his body was great, but I just never found him like that attractive. I thought he was a good actor, but I just never connect like I don't know, there's just like you said, there's just something about him. I don't know. He 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 kind of exudes like a little bit of arrogance to me, but that's yeah. fine too. That's what I'm saying. Like that's fine. You know, I like a little cocky man. It's kind of sexy, but but I think, like, again, like, another problem I have, I feel like they pick these mediocre-looking Black men and tout them like they're, oh, my goodness, he's so dashing. I'm like, nah, he's kind of mediocre-looking. I'd say he's, like, a five, six. He's definitely not, like, that's like me. That's that's average. That's yeah, he's average. Average-looking. Looking. I'm like, but they tout him like he's, oh, wow. I'm like, no, like, they seem to do that a lot in the Hollywood world. They'll let us get the one <laughs> handsome black guy who's a good actor. And then they'll take mediocre black men and put them on the same level. I'm like, they're not. Yeah. Not. All right. Well, I wish you luck, Mr. Majors. And I hope you get yourself out of this one. If it comes out that it's true, shame on you. But if it's all a misunderstanding, then I hope you, that your career can continue. And God bless. <laughs> That's all. Yes, agreed. Could have said it, couldn't have said it better myself. There you go. I think that's it. We made it. We're back. We're back. Hopefully, we won't be gone for like almost a year again. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like, what was it, November? Yeah. Was it November or was it earlier than that? It could have been like maybe, maybe. Yeah, I think maybe it was a little earlier than that. But yeah, we've been gone for a while. Yeah. Hopefully we're not, you know, we're not gone again. But we're busy. We have things to do. But, you know, we, we try to make this our priority. We really do. But sometimes just, you know, life just kind of gets in the way. And, but we're trying. Don't we're worry. Trying. They understand. They understand. <laughs> but we thank you for your support. I know a lot of you have been asking when, we, when we're coming back, when we're coming back. So thank you for your support. We appreciate it so much. We thank you for listening, for supporting us. It means a lot. So continue to support us. Continue to share the podcast with your friends and everyone and continue the conversation. That's why we started this, to get the conversation going, to get it started and to have different points of views and hopefully to connect with each other in a sophisticated manner, not in a hostile manner. So thank you. Oh, before we go, yeah, please support us, rate the podcast, follow us on our social medias uh, at the Foreign Lady Podcast, rate it, please subscribe, definitely subscribe. Thank you for your support. It's been great. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Say bye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Foreign Lady. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to rate, like, and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. Follow us on social media at The Foreign Lady Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Email us at theforeignladypodcast at gmail.com. See See you next time. time.